This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Hey, you made it to Friday, a moment of silence. We made it to the weekend. Today is Friday, October 27th. We're going to be talking about the power of forgiveness today. I'm here in Tulsa for the Fearless Conference, so I am hooting and hollering, hooked up to talk to you guys tonight, and I cannot wait to see you. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So on Wednesday, we talked about the art of living free. And I'm taking some of this from the MomStrong Bible study because in chapter seven, uh, I talked about the pain that I experienced in my family of origin. And a lot of you know exactly what I'm what I'm talking about. I only have a few minutes for the podcast today uh, because I'm in Tulsa getting ready to speak tonight. So I'm going to jump right into the deep end here with a kind of heavy topic and let you know that I think that you have within you, if you know Jesus, the power to forgive anything against anyone. And we've all been hurt. We all have things in our lives uh, that we need to forgive. And you guys are probably listening to me, and I hope that you you can relate to this. We can all get stuck in a place of bitterness, anger, and ultimately weakness if we don't learn how to move forward in forgiveness. And so we need to start by being honest about our hurts. I was reading in Philippians 3 the other day, Um, where the Apostle Paul is talking about forgiveness. And he says, forgetting the past. Let's just stop there for a second. Forgetting the past. How do you forget the past? When someone says forgive and forget, I'm like, yeah, right, forget about it. Right? Because we we can't forget. In our humanness, we can't forget. And I don't think that Paul's actually saying to literally forget. He's saying, stop giving it power in your life. Stop thinking about that thing that that person did. Stop being angry at that person. Stop giving that person the ability to control your emotions at any given time. I think that's what the Apostle Paul is saying. He's saying, forget about it. Forget the past and instead look forward to what lies ahead. He says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. So in other words, God is saying to you, listen, stop thinking about that thing that the enemy put in your life as a way to trip you up. He wants you in a ditch. And as long as you're going to start, as long as you keep thinking about it, as long as you keep dwelling on it, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be in a ditch and God doesn't want you in a ditch. Instead, he wants you to press on to reach the end of your race because we all have a race to run, right? And at the end of the day, we're all going to answer to the Lord. We're going to go, we're going to heaven. I don't know about you guys, that makes me happy. I want to go to heaven. I'm looking forward to heaven. So I always tell my kids, if the Lord takes me home, don't grieve for me because I'm going to be with the Lord. And that is where we should all long to be as children of God. For us to live is Christ and to die is gain because we are going to actually be with the Lord. And until then, the Apostle Paul is reminding us to press through your hurt and through your frustration so that you can gain the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling you. What is the heavenly prize? It's Jesus. It's eternity with him. And at the end of the day, you guys, that's what we're going for. So I want to start for just a few minutes today. And again, just like Wednesdays, my podcast is going to be a little short today. 
but I want to just start by um, by a, with a quote that I read out of a book that I loved, and I'll link back to it, The Search for Significance by Robert McGee. It's kind of an older book, but it really helped me in my struggle to uh, let go of the hurt in my own life and extend forgiveness. And like I said before, extending forgiveness doesn't mean that you have this person over to your house every Friday for dinner. It means that you say, you know what, I forgive you. I'm going to stop thinking about this. I'm going to stop. You might have to stop following them on Facebook. You know, um, I've noticed something that has help, helps me forgive and move past things, even in friendships, is I will typically, if I can see that the devil is using that person's feed in my Facebook, uh, on social media or whatever, to discourage me or make or remind me of something that I am trying to forgive, I just unfollow them until I can handle it again. And some of you are just letting that person, you know, it's like fingernails down a chalkboard. You're just letting them uh, uh, letting them run their fingernails down the chalkboard of your life when really you don't have to do that. You can unfollow that person on social media. You don't have to, you know, unfriend them and be a jerk or whatever, but you can, you can untangle your life uh, from the life of someone else who is hurting you either on purpose or inadvertently. And so uh, I want to just, uh, there's a quote in the search for significance, and it says this, if you're struggling, uh, if you're, he's talking about those of us who struggle to forgive. So he says, simply ask the Lord to give you the courage to be honest. Give him permission to shine his spirit's light on your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. You may be surprised by additional pain as you realize the extent of your wounds, but our experience of healing can only be as deep as our awareness of our need for it. This takes the power of God's light. Ask him to turn on the light. And in Becoming Mom Strong, I talked about the moment that I asked the Lord to turn on the light. And he is so good, you guys. When you ask him to turn on the light, he knows how much light you can take. I, I think that if God would have shined a, a real light, like a spotlight on all the things that were wrong with my life at that particular time, I probably would have curled up into a little ball in a fetal position and never been okay again. But instead, it was like God turned on a nightlight. And all of a sudden, because my eyes weren't ready for the real light, right? So I could see the nightlight around me and I could see little things in my life that needed healing and hope and restoration. And he's good like that. He's so good like that. And so it's important for us to face our fears and hurt honestly before we try to forgive whoever it is that needs forgiveness. Because if you're not honest about the hurt that you're that you're struggling with, I guarantee you those hurts are going to rear their ugly head again, and you won't have really forgiven them because you won't have really addressed them. And so if we're going to experience the power of forgiveness, we need to first be honest about what it is we're seeking to forgive. And I, I love... Um, well, I, there's so many things about the search for significance that I loved, but I think it's important for us to recognize uh, that what Jesus did on the cross was the ultimate act of forgiveness. And he said that you can do anything because of his strength. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, including forgive that person who doesn't deserve your forgiveness. You can do that as well. And so I, in uh, in chapter seven of Becoming Mom Strong, I wrote, I didn't understand that for unforgiveness was like kryptonite to my walk with God. So I had stayed stuck there, a prisoner of my own unwillingness to step out of my past and allow God to heal the broken places in my heart. It would take becoming a mother to bring me to the place where I wanted to be victorious more than I wanted to be a victim. And I think we live in a culture right now, we've talked about this with the snare of offense, I think we like being victims. I think we like feeling offended. I think we like feeling like we've been victimized and so we're gonna, we're gonna make a big deal out of it and everybody's gonna know how hurt we are. And that is not where God wants us. And when I talk about the snare of being offended, 
I'm going to remind you in case you missed this podcast for me, the Greek word for offense is scandalon, which literally refers to the part of an animal trap where bait is hung. Whoa. That's hardcore, you guys. That says that when we live in a, in a place of being constantly offended and we refuse to uh, forgive and we live with this snare of offense, we are right where the devil wants us. We are right in this place of saying, you know what? My hurt is more important than anything else. My hurt is more important than what God wants to do through my healing. My hurt is more important than the gospel. My hurt is more important than making sure that people see that God can actually heal the deepest hurts in our lives. I think we've forgotten sometimes who we serve and why the power of forgiveness is so important. It's important because we can't grow in grace and encourage other people to grow around us unless we acknowledge God's movement moving in our lives. And we've got to be able to do this. And I'll tell you what, you guys, when I finally decided to forgive my parents, God prompted me to ask him for help. I knew I couldn't do it on my own. I needed his strength to help me lay down anger and blame. And even when we feel that the offense is too great and we're not capable of forgiving, the Bible says that we can trust that God's power is up to the task. Um, in in uh, in chapter seven of Becoming Momstrong, when I was I wrote basically the whole chapter about forgiveness because it was such um, a struggle for me in my early 20s especially, and even in my 30s. I'm not having so much of a time now here in my late 40s because the Lord's done such a, um, <laughs> I'm like chicken or, a, you know, uh, a steak that's been pounded by a mallet. You know, after a while, you're just like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. And then what do you get after that? You're soft. And God makes you soft. He softens your heart. And the truth is that the ability to forgive is in the DNA of every born-again Christian. That means that when God asks us to forgive, it's within our power to do it. Why? Because of the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. Our power to forgive doesn't come from within us. It comes from God. And if you'll read Ephesians 4 today, and if you, get, get your Bible and read Ephesians 4, uh, verses 41 to 42, the Apostle Paul is giving you a very good reason for forgiving others in those verses. And I want to ask you why... Um, we are called to forgive. There's a main purpose in uh, the Apostle Paul saying we've got to forgive other people. And as we deal with our hurts of our past, we need to look carefully at one other aspect. We want to look carefully at how we're modeling forgiveness for our children. So if you're listening to this today and you're struggling to forgive a friend, a parent, or a coworker, it's helpful to remember that God has modeled forgiveness by forgiving us. He forgave me. It's not just commanded for us to forgive others. He lived it out. He lived out what it looked like. And I'm wondering, are we living that out in the culture right now? Are we living that out in the political discussions that we're having? Are we living it out in the uh, discussions of a racial reconciliation? Are we living out forgiveness and just saying, I'm going to look, I'm going to look at you the way, the way God sees you. I'm going to listen to you the way God listens. And once we do that, I'm telling you what, you guys, it is a game changer. And we might not have had great examples in our own families growing up, but it doesn't mean that we're stuck passing on the same failures to our children. Because part of our job as mothers and fathers is to equip our kids to handle things better than we did, even as we're in the process of learning ourselves. And mom, strong moms model forgiveness for their children, not only because God requires it, but also because we want our children to be pure of heart 
obedient to God, and strong for battle. So I want to just encourage you today to let go of your past, experience the power of forgiveness. I have written about this in Becoming Mom Strong. I hope that you will uh, purchase this book as a gift for your friend. If you're interested in becoming part of Mom Strong International, you can search uh, Facebook. There are groups all over Facebook now, uh, Mom Strong groups. We have an, a Southeast, a Northeast, a Pacific Northwest, Alaska. We have Southern California, Florida, New Zealand, Australia, the United Kingdom, wherever you're listening to this, you can be, become part of what God is doing through MomStrong International as we learn and grow and become deeply rooted in the Word of God so that we can pass on the truth of God's Word to our children. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I'd appreciate your prayers for me as I'm getting ready to speak here in Tulsa, and I'm looking forward to what God is going to do this weekend, and I will see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.